Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. to know you, to love you, and to serve you. I humble myself before you. Use me to your glory and your glory alone. Let my hearers be blessed. Let my seers be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, hallelujah, you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow, what a blessing it is to be with you and to see you. Amen. Yeah, Ratiwe, I get the window. I get the window. I get it. I get it. Wow, what a blessing. You guys now look close together. That's also nice. Do you get it? Now we need to fill the church. Say amen. If your neighbor was not your friend before, now your neighbor has to be your friend. Because he or she is sitting right next to you. What a, is this a husband and wife corner? Okay, it's also not bad. It looks, it looks like it's planned. It, it, it looks... No, not that the husband and wife planned it, but it's like the, the seat was isolated and put there like that. Anyway, it's nice. Pastor Melly, how you doing? It's good to see you. All right, having exchanged all pleasantries, let's get to it. I bring you greetings from our convener, Bishop Peter Mohanya. And all the other bishops of the denomination. Amen. Also, special regards from Bishop Emmanuel Clufio. What a joy, what a blessing, what a privilege to have them as part of our lives and this blessed family. Amen. 
Well, this morning, um, for a short time, I'm just sharing something with you from the Word of God. And I want to believe that your life will improve and will go forward. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 is the piece of scripture I want to turn your Bible to. I'm reading from verse number 24 through to verse number 27. The Bible says that, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. May you be a wise man or a wise woman. Who built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it came, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Amen. So here, the secret to being wise is building on a rock. Amen. Building on what? A rock. Now let's look at the foolish man. He didn't come to church, but let's look at him. Okay. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and does not do them shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house on a sand. So here you can see that everybody is building, whether you know it or not. But the difference is what you are building on. Amen. The wise man is building on a rock. The foolish man is building on sand. Okay. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house also. It, and it fell and great was the fall of it. Amen. Now, it's important for you to build on a rock. Why? Because the outcome of your life is determined on what you build upon. Like I said, whether you know it or not, you are building. Whether you like it or not, you are building. Whether you accept it or not, you are building. The question is, what are you building on? Are you building on a rock or you are building on a sand? Are you building your Christian life on a rock or you are building it on sand? Are you building your life on a rock or you are building on sand? Are you building your marriage on a rock or you are building on sand? Are you building your financial life on a rock or you are building on sand? Are you building your moral life on a rock or you are building on sand? That's the most important question. As for building, even by doing nothing, you are building. That's the sad thing about this. There's nobody without uh, us. Because the building is going to spoil, I'm not going to build. You are building whether you like it or not. But what are you building on? A rock or a sand? Because at the end of the day, what you build on will determine whether what you are building will endure or it will fall away. Amen. Because of the factors that beat against what you are building, those factors exist for every group of people. It existed for the wise. Did you see the wise man's house, something beating on it? They mentioned three things, and they beat on that house. Then those same three things beat on the foolish man's house also. Amen. Amen. So these factors will, whether you like it or not, come 
to pass in life. But the outcome, whether your life will stand, whether your Christian life will prevail, depends on what you are building on. So you build on a rock to survive the storm. Amen. Now look at it. He said the rain came. How many of you have seen rain coming before? Just yesterday. Don't look far. Did you have to do anything special for rain to come? It comes whether you like it or not. Then the second factor is what? Flats. Oh, as for flats, no, say, don't say anything. You know, uh, KwaZulu Natal, we make flats and we send it to the rest of the world now. The flats come. Whether we like it or not. Nobody, you didn't have to give a special offering for flats to come. You didn't have to even sin. Who sinned for the flood to come? Own up. If you are the sinner who brought the flood, give me a wave. Nobody. You don't have to do anything good or bad for the flood to come. Then the third one is what? Wind. As for the wind, it's blowing all the time. When we are asleep, it's blowing. When we are awake, it's blowing. When we are working, it's blowing. When we are not working, it's blowing. When we are in church, it's blowing. When we are not in churches, when we are praying, it's, when we are not praying, it's blowing. So it tells us that these factors, we cannot do anything about. That's why I don't pray. Of course, I preached somewhere last week. The Saturday, they rained so much, the church flooded. The water was at knee level. Not the area of the church, or inside the church. So the whole, my program was supposed to start on Saturday. It couldn't start. So the whole of Saturday, they were draining the water out of the church. And Sunday, the weather looked gloomy. We had to believe God that it would rain. And God was gracious. He kept the weather. It didn't rain. When we left, I left the church after midnight. When we drove out of the church, five minutes into our trip, it started to rain uncontrollably. I mean, rain heavily. Perhaps God will hold the rain for you for a while, but the rain will come down. We read last time I was here that when the clouds are full, they let down rain. They let down rain. So it's a natural, it comes. But what you can do is to determine how these factors affect you. How they are, whether they affect you positively or they affect you negatively. I mean, if you're a married couple, by means something rain flood wind i don't know which one rain storm wind wind or a combination of all of them or a a, a selection of two of them or what at least one of them one of them will pass by has your address it passes but what you have built on will determine the effect it will have on you that's why here Jesus is telling us that let's build on a rock so that when these factors come to play, come to pass, it won't have a negative effect on us. What you are building or what you have built will still exist and will stand. I see you building on a rock. So today, I've come to share with you on building on a rock. Amen that you must build your life on a rock. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to emphasize on one particular rock, but let me start from where I have to start from, which is build your life on the word of God. The first rock to build on is the rock of the word of God. The rock of what? The word of God. 
if you don't build on God's word, you are building on sand. You can't build on soapies that you have what generations. We, when we were young, there used to be a special soapy called generations with a lady called Karabo Morocco or something like that. Yeah. So you have built all your life on generations because you know generations will last for generations. Tao Mohapi or some guy. Mohali, yes. He died and he came back from the dead. He's like Jesus Christ. He died in the generations, came back again. So you are walking in life. And many of us are walking in life thinking that we are on a soapy. We are in a soapy. Like sands to the hourglass, so are the days. So you are building your life on what you have seen. On, some of you are building your life on what you see on social media. Anything on, you see on Facebook, you believe. You believe. Meanwhile, what has been put there has been put there by somebody who knows nothing just like you. Because you also put things on Facebook and somebody believes it. So you are believing somebody who knows nothing just, perhaps even you know more than that person. But you have believed the person. During COVID, all of us became scientists, doctors. You, all, you have, you have <laughs> all of us have our theories which we have propounded. Yeah, and you are going out strongly having an argument. And I look at one brother, I ask, where was all this science when you were doing life science in grade 12? You are arguing with a level 3. A level three in life science. That's what you are arguing with. Don't you think that if you have a level three in life science, you should shut up? When you hear science, you shouldn't even say anything. You should just... The only thing you should say is, I did science. And then you walk away. Quietly. When, when, when scientists, people who have gotten level seven... Going to one of the some of the best science universities in the world are talking. You are coming with a level three to say that there's a chip in the vaccine and coming up with what was I talking about before we came? To, let, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Build on the word of God, build your life, use the Bible to build your life. Let the Bible be the foundation of your life. Let the Bible determine the things you do. If you are a wife, use the Bible to build your life and your marriage. I'm doing this because it's in the Bible. I'm submitting to my husband because he's in the Bible. One, one lady, she told me, my husband, you see, he's not strong. I said, it's not your husband who said you should submit to him. It's God who said you should submit to your husband. And God is strong. I asked, are you stronger than God? He, she said, no. I said, so the person who's asking you to submit, he's called God. And he's strong. The strongest so far. Take the word of God and say, because the Bible says this, that's what I will do. If you are going to look at the person, men are the most annoying people on the planet. Two, two things you can use to describe men. Foolishness and annoyance. 
Look at the next man around you and just smile. I didn't say look at the boy. I said look at the man, the man. Okay, now look at the future man around you and just smile. Don't say it, just smile. Don't look at your husband. Ah, you two, you are some way. Why? One day, how long do I have to preach? Okay. One day, I was going to buy my wife fuel, so we went to the garage. Once we were at the garage, we saw a Bucky come to the garage. Now, when the <laughs> my son is even laughing. When the Bucky came, there were four people in the Bucky. Two ladies and two men. The two ladies were sitting in, it was a single cabin, single cab or whatever they call it, Bucky. So two ladies were sitting inside the cabin. One was driving, the other one was the passenger. Then the two guys, they were sitting in the bucket. You know the bucket, that's why it's called a bucky, the bucket. And they had put camp chairs. You see the chairs, when we go to the camp, the beach, we take those chairs. They put it in the bucket. And then they have an ice chest, ice chest in front of them. And they are sitting there and they are drinking. And the ladies are dri- in the bucket. And they are driving. And I look at them, I said, one sudden break, you are out of the bucket. Not an accident. You don't need an accident too. It's like she didn't see the portal there. And this one, if she wants to kill you, she can kill you by just, and you die. We can't say, we can't charge her with murder. It's just a, when you go to the hospital, the doctor will write COD, cause of death, foolishness. Yeah, you're sitting there and drinking. It just, one speed bump that she doesn't see and she goes over it like that, boom. Did you not see the, the guy who went to spin, the lady had put her body outside. She did spin her zonke, and then she spun, he spun, and the lady fell out, and he drove over the lady. Yeah. So that's men. And you have to submit to such a guy. You, have, you pass better. If you put your matric results here, you put his matric results here, you wonder if he went to school at all. But you have to submit to such a one. How do you submit to such a one? How? 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 By using the word of God and say, the Bible says that although you are a fool, I have to submit to you. So I will submit to you. No matter how foolish he is, try not to submit to him and see, you will never be happy. Your happiness is based on you submitting to him. It's as simple as that. You are a husband. The Bible says, love your husband, love your wife. You love your wife not because of her. Because the Bible says so. Wives are perhaps the most unlovable people in this world. When I said foolish, you were smiling. Some of the things they... Are you married? (laughs) Some of the things they can do. You wonder whose child is this? Sometimes you even ask yourself, why did I add myself to this person's life at all? Wives. Look, you can't understand them. No, 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 no. 
you wait. When you become a husband, you understand what that. They are the, you look at them, you say. I, I, look, when I look at wives, I understand why the Bible had to give it to men as an instruction. Because if the Bible left it to natural things, oh, no, no, no. We will be free. <laughs> the Bible has put us in bondage. Yes, you must thank God for the Bible. That's why I'm saying, and God knows why he says, as a husband, love your wife. And God wanted to make sure that you do it. So he even linked the answers to your prayer to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows that if I say only love, you won't do it. So now even I won't answer your prayer if you don't love her. Yeah, so I, he added, with the woman, so he didn't add an extra condition because men are stubborn. So he added an extra condition that even the answers to your prayer, they are linked to how much and how you love this wife. Take the Bible, Pastor Meli, and just obey the Bible. You are not wiser than the Bible. Take the Bible. She's unlovable. She's rough. Love her. Pastor, take the Bible. If you are good, you cook this food, you didn't smile, you didn't, you can't love. You just take the Bible and you walk in love according to the Bible. It's as simple as that. Build your life on the word of God. Put your hands together for Jesus. Number two, which is what I've really, this is just uh, by the way. It's like an appetizer, a starter. Now let's come to the second rock, which is the main rock I want to talk to you about. Which is the rock of prayer. 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 Build your life on prayer. Amen. If you build your life on anything, the slightest shaking, everything you build will be spot. Build on prayer. In Ephesians chapter 6, the Bible is talking about we being under demonic attacks. So verse 10. It says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It says, you are under attack from the devil. So put on the whole armor of God so that you can survive. So that you, your Christian life is constantly under attack. Your marriage is under attack. Your finances is under attack. Your, your anything you do is always under the attack. Under attack of who? Devils. This morning I was traveling with a group of people. I was telling them that they are devils. In fact, devils, demons, their job is to just frustrate everything we are doing. That's their job. To frustrate everything you are. So when they wake up in the morning, what they wake up to do is to frustrate and spoil everything you are doing. And then when you go and sleep, they take, they, they continue to frustrate everything you are doing. So every Christian must apportion time to binding and restricting the activities of devils in your life. In your, not just pray, but bind devils that are in act. It's one of the prayers you should pray every day. That's why flow prayer. You see, we are praying a nice prayer. We are all happy. The prophet said, let's bind some demons. Because without binding the demons, they will frustrate the very prayer that you have prayed. If you remember in the book of Daniel, when Daniel prayed, the angel came to Daniel after 21 days. 
When the angel came to Daniel, Daniel had been praying for 21 days. When the angel came, he said to Daniel, from the first day you pray, as soon as you open your mouth to pray, I was sent to bring the answer to you. So you didn't even need to pray for 21 days. As soon as you woke up, you said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray concerning my school. Open a door for me. God opened a door. And I was, the key was given to me to come and give to you. But when I was coming, I met a guy. His name was the Prince of Persia. The Prince of Persia. Now, what did he do? He, res he resisted me and restricted me. It's like he fought me. So, all the time that the 21 days, I'd been fighting to be able to get free from this demon to bring your answer to you. So, prayer without binding the devil. Your prayers would have, many of us will get to heaven, we'll see all our prayers we prayed with. Prayer for a husband, prayer for a wife, prayer for a shoe, prayer for a car, prayer for a, They were all answered. But a devil, a devil, a devil, a full-time devil. A full-time devil. It's like, when, it's like what, what do devils do? Number one, it's like, let's make sure you don't pray. So if you don't pray, cool. Let's make sure. Let's frustrate your prayer life so that you don't pray. So that when you don't pray, there's nothing that is coming. Easy job. But if we fail and you pray, let's frustrate you by preventing the answer from getting to you. So the answer has been despised. You, some time ago, during COVID, I was looking for a path for my car. We shipped it from India. Paid for it. And it was dispatched all the way from India. Now it was coming on the way. When the Suez Canal, is that what they call it? Suez Canal collapsed. So although the package, the, the path was on the way, dispatched from India, it couldn't pass through there. The canal was blocked. So nobody could come. So my path that I was looking for was on the high seas. We waited for about three, four months before it was finally sorted for that path to get to us. Do, do, do you understand? Then, so it's not like I hadn't paid for the product. So take the payment as prayer. It's not that the people who have the product had not sent it. They had sent it. But for it to get to me, a demon at the Swiss Canal had blocked the Swiss Canal, preventing my breakthrough from getting to me. We waited until that problem was solved before the path came. Yeah, an Egyptian demon. Mo Salah, anyway. Yeah. So that's how demons operate. To frustrate us. To spoil everything we are doing. So he said, put on. So to overcome these demons whose job is to frustrate you, cause problems for you, to make your life difficult, you have to put on the armor of God. This year, may you overcome every demon that has been asked. I believe demons are assigned to all of us, including myself. And I also believe that there are angels assigned to all of us. God, everybody has an angel. Some have a lot of angels, but at least everybody has an angel. The same way I believe the devil has a special demon assigned to frustrate you. That's why you must also rise up to overpower that demon so that what God has prepared for you will come to you. Amen. So he says, to overcome the devil, put on the whole armor of God. Next verse. He says, I rebuke that demon in the name of Jesus. He says, for 
Now he's now describing the demons that we are battling. He said, for we battle not against flesh and blood. Your neighbor is not your enemy. He says, our fight is not with flesh and blood, but our fight is with... Then he starts to list the demons. Number one, principalities. Number two, powers. Number three, rulers of the darkness. And number three, spiritual wickedness. Now, this spiritual wickedness, if they were normal spiritual wickedness, we would say, okay, but they are also in high places. They hold authority in high places. So you'll be surprised the spiritual wickedness that is battling you, he's in parliament. I say he's in parliament. You are here in Peter Marisberg. You don't even see him to fight against him properly. He's, make, he's, he's sitting in Cape Town. He makes a decision in Cape Town and it affects us here. So he says, these are the people we are fighting with. These are, so, and the thing that will help us to overcome them is the armor of God. Next, next verse. So he says, wherefore, take on the whole armor of God to withstand in the evil day, to withstand in the storm, to withstand in the rain, to withstand when the winds blow, to survive when these things happen. Then he begins to list the armor. But because of time, we can't go. He said, take the shield of faith. This and that. But verse 18, he mentions one of the armors you must take on. 18 says, praying always. Prayer is one of the weapons, one of the armor. And armor is like a suit you wear. To fight a battle, to protect yourself and to fight a battle. He said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereon to the all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Prayer is one of your defenses against the demons that are trying to spoil what you are building. Trying to spoil. Uh, if, like, even now, there are more demons. I believe demons are more advanced in corrupting our children than it was before. When we were younger, the corruption in the world today, when we were younger, the effort you have to make to get to the corruption was a lot. So even the effort, some of us are not strong enough to make all that effort. So we just give up. We, there are 10 steps by step seven. We are tired. We give up. But today, the evil is coming to you. Today, pornography is chasing us wherever we go. Yeah. I believe a time is going to come. You won't need data to watch pornography. Even I'm put, let it be, let it be on record. I believe a time is going to come, they will give you data when you watch pornography. Like if you need data, you just log on to a pornographic site. And then as you are watching, your data is in, not zero rated like, you know, as you are watching your data for WhatsApp, for Facebook, for other things will be increasing. Yeah, you'll be credited if you watch four hours. So if you see you have one, one gig of data, it means you are what four hours, if four hours of Chinese pornography. I want it on record. When it happens, you will say Bishop said it. Hallelujah. So build your life on prayer so that the devil doesn't come and spoil everything you have built. This year, become somebody who prays. You have been in the church for so long to still be prayerless. That you don't pray. You don't wake up in the morning and pray at least one hour of prayer. You have been around for too long. Many Christians don't pray. Many Christians do not pray. Even many pastors do not pray. I go on to the stage. Many pastors, they will sit in front of the church. They don't pray. They don't pray. 
The only time they pray is the prayer we pray in church. Friday evening. I've stopped doing Friday evening prayer meeting. Don't pray and be there. Why are you sad? Don't pray and be there. I've stopped. If you see me here, it's by accident. If you see me here, I'm not here because of you. Don't even call me. Just pass by. Say hello and pass, pass by. Oh, yes. Hey, how are we going to pray? Pray. Been in the church for too long to still be prayerless. You won't wake up in the morning to say, I'm praying. I've woken up. The only time you pray is when we come to church, we start the service. Let us pray. Hey. Today, when you pray, did you bind demons? Your demons are walking freely outside. They just cannot enter the church, so they are waiting for after church. Yeah, when we finish, let's bind demons for some three, four, five minutes. Because they are, they are outside. I saw them at the parking. They just can't get the ushers. The ushers won't help let them in, so they are outside waiting. As soon as we share the grace, you step out and say, oh, let's go. Hey, today you were laughing inside. I could hear you from outside. What did the pastor say that made you laugh so much? And so he talked about demons. And the pastor was gossiping about me. Eh? Yeah, that's how it's going to be. Prayer helps you to even war in the spirit. The rock of prayer. When you are a prayerful person, you war in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. It says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, which means he that prayeth. He that prayeth in an unknown tongue, put it there. Speaketh not unto men. He is not communicating with men. He is not dealing with men. But what? Unto God. For no man understands him. That's why no way you speak in tongues, we do not understand what you are saying. Even you yourself, you don't understand what you are saying. For no man understandeth him. How be it? How be it? It means that how be it? Or however, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So as soon as you start praying, you start praying, you move into the spirit realm. And remember, the people we are fighting, they are not flesh and blood. They are principalities. They operate it. The prince of Persia, it was not, he was not a Zulu prince. Moving. Who's the name of the Zulu king? The, the cool one, the one with the Zaza. Misu Zulu. Misu Zulu. Yeah. Misu Zulu. His excellence. Is his excellency or highness? His Zuluness. His royal highness. His royal highness. Missy Zulu. Yeah. Goodwill. Is that not the old one? This one is also a Zuelatini. Ka. The child. Oh, Jesus Christ, son of David, king of Israel. Okay, no problem. It's not a normal person you see around when you go to uh, downtown Mapushani, then you see him. No, no, no. The person pushing you at Mapushani is flesh and blood. But the person pushing you in real life is a spirit. It's a spirit. So you see sometimes you take three steps forward, then one, two, one step back, then two steps forward, then nine steps backward. When you look, you are even behind where you started from. You thought you had gotten a beloved. Then from the beloved, spiritually, you have become super dull. You can't do anything. So was, this, was the beloved a breakthrough or a problem? Demons are working. That's why we must go into the spirit. 
into the spirit to fight. So without prayer, you are always in the flesh. Meanwhile, the people who are fighting you, they are in the spirit. So every attempt you make doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. He said, though we, walk in, though we are in the flesh, our battle is not in the flesh. Why? Because the weapons of our warfare, they are not fleshly weapons. They are not carnal weapons. He said, hey, this guy, did you have breakfast today? For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down. He said, our weapons, they are spiritual weapons. What are the weapons? Prayer. These are spiritual weapons. But Christians who have these weapons don't deploy them. The church is filled with prayerless people. People who do not pray, will not pray, shall not pray, may not pray. Hey, you are allowing the demons to have too much freedom, Pastor Meli. Too much freedom for our demons. Too much. Too much. They are too, even your neighbor's demons who here is binding. When they leave there, they don't have any, they say, oh, we are going to rest at your place. When he stops the binding, we will go back. How can your place be a resting place for the demons? When they are trying to catch a break, they are coming to your place. No. Today is the last day for that. I said today is the last day for that. Because this year we are going to pray. Everybody is going to pray. Every, every normal church member must pray at least one hour a, a day. Every day. One hour. What should I pray about? Just pray in thanks. And bind the devil. Wake up in the morning. Look at the clock. It's 4.29. Then you press play. Lord, I bind every demon associated to my life, every demon frustrating my church, every demon frustrating my family, every demon frustrating my health. I bind them now in the name of Jesus. Five minutes more. Ninety seconds more. Hallelujah. Amen. And then you just move on. Yeah. You can't pray effectively in tongues if you don't use a clock. If you don't use a watch. No, 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 no. When do you know when you have said amen? When do you know when you have finished praying? You never know. So you use the watch. It's as simple as that. There it is. Five minutes of speaking in tongues. Then you start. When it's five minutes, you just say amen and you go your way. Simple and short. That's how praying in tongues works. You cannot. Everybody must become prayerful. Or else you will be in the flesh all day. That's why things don't work. That's why we don't succeed. That's why we don't progress in anything we are doing. Not because you are not making the effort. Not because you are. A lady told me. Look, I even had one of the ladies who wrote my trick. This year, when the pastor was telling, when it comes to studying, oh, nobody studies like her. She studies, but cannot pass a simple exam. Cannot pass. I said, cannot pass. Yeah, it's like, ah, what do I need to do? So if you meet her, you give her a study. It's a foolish advice. What is she going to do? It. She studies. She studies. She just. One day I met her. I said, what is the? What is? I asked her, what is? What is? The speed of light. Or one of these simple. Um, 
E is equal to MC squared questions. She doesn't know. She was just telling me stories. I said, ah, this girl, where did she go to school at? I mean, telling me stories that I don't understand. I'm telling you. Okay, if you have not gotten it, goodbye. Yeah, it's taking forever. I've, said, I've made the same point three times. My body is tired. Thank you very much. God bless. Clap for our media people. They are too powerful. Yeah, the person is telling me stories that I don't understand. One of the simple questions, though, like what is, what is, what is an atom? Or what is the one that says anything that has weight and occupy? Matter. Yeah, matter. Anything that what? Has weight and occupy space. That is matter. Okay. Okay. So you say you have done science. We ask you, what is matter? You are beginning to tell us another story. I mean something. Eh! But this girl studies. Studies. That's what I say. Some problems, it's not because you are not making effort. Oh. Demons are frustrating. That's why you have to rise. That's why when you sleep, you don't pray. It's like you don't pray. All you do is sleep. Wake up, go to work, come, sleep, wake. You wonder why your business cannot make progress. A demon is frustrating it. You wonder why your academic life cannot make progress. A demon, look, Satan is a full-time Satan. It's not a part-time Satan. You, a part-time Christian, who comes to church twice a week for two hours, you are fighting against a full-time devil. He's, he's a devil for full-time, permanently employed. Permanent, he doesn't go and live. Permanent, he moves day and night. Day and night. He, one day, he went to have a meeting with the Bible. He accuses us before our God day and night. So the whole day, he's having a meeting. He's talking to God and accusing us, bringing accusations to God before us. One day God called him in the book of Job and asked him, where have you been? He said, I've been to and fro the earth. You just coming from Alorich to church, your pastor has to organize you and transport you. He, he can go for Basenta meeting. He's in, <laughs> he's in America. Then he goes to Turkey for a Basenta meeting. By the time he leaves, there's an earthquake. No transport. He doesn't ask for trouble. He comes himself. By the time he leaves, there's an earthquake in Turkey. On his way, when he passes through Syria, there's an earthquake. That's the devil, full-time devil. And you're a part-time, part-time. Do you know what a part-time Christian is? It's like, look, your Christianity, if you take it according to the hours in the week, if you are that week you have worked very hard, maybe you have spent about 20 hours. He is spending all the 156 hours of the, the week to work. Can you compare yourself to him? So when the little that you can do, you also don't do. I said, when the little that you can do, you also don't do. Then there's a problem. He has a free, I said, holiday free, moving around, doing anything. He's, he, if, if he sees you are happy, as soon as he sees that you are happy, he feels that, look, let me put an end to this happiness. He just... You are too happy. What is this that is making you too happy? Yeah. Well, I remember one lady, she used to come to church. Her house was opposite the church. And she would come looking. One day her mother woke up and her mother said, this church, the people in the church are too beautiful. I won't let my daughter go to the church again. It's like everybody dresses nicely, polished, look very, said, no, not again. There must, there must be something in the church that makes them 
all the girls want to look nice. All the brothers are looking nice. They are chowing each other. That's why. Then the mother stopped the girl from. Today she's almost like a prostitute. Yeah. Why do you think it is so? Demons. If the little you do, you won't do. So when you pray, you go into the spirit. And you war in the spirit. And you pull down strong. Every strong establishment of the devil, you pull it down in the spirit. Yeah. Number three. I'm giving you five points. I think I'm on three. On prayer. You cannot pray without the involvement of the Holy Spirit. I hope that's number three. Yeah. Okay, number three is when you pray, you build up yourself. Anybody who prays builds up himself. Jude 1.20 says, Dearly beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 14.4 um, says, But he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh unto edification. Yeah. You edify yourself. You build up yourself. Anytime you pray, you pray in tongues. You build up yourself. This year, become somebody who prays in tongues. We should even have something in the church called Tongues Night. Where we just come to pray in tongues. Yeah. This Friday we are having a meeting in Deban. The whole night we are just praying in tongues. Yeah. We have a meeting from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. That one we are doing Holy Ghost baptism. Then from 10 o'clock to the morning we are praying in tongues. We send the, the children, the baby Christians home. Then the rest are banta bata ba, banta bata ba ba, rampaya la la, pimpo papa, kampapaya, pimpalaba, 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 ekobaya, ekobaya. Oh, the whole night. Till this morning. Yeah. Why won't you? You have a bigger church. Why won't you do that here? Just be somebody. If you don't know what to pray about, I told you two things. Pray in the spirit. Pray in tongues. And then bind. When you are finishing, bind all the devils that are working. Any area of your life that are working against you, bind them. Against your husband. Against your wife. Against your children. Against your parents. Against your finances. Against your your school, against your lectures, against your teachers. Just bind them. To bind means to restrict, to prevent. So you are preventing them from succeeding in what they are doing. That's what it means to bind. The devil. Can I get an amen for that? Amen. Now when you pray, you build up yourself. Many of us are being bullied by the devil because we are not built up. We are not what? Built up. That's why people go to the gym. Where's Chloe? Press ups. Oh, good. Building up herself. If you don't build up yourself, people will bully you. People will just, now we have an alley, I can even come here. People will bully you because you don't build up yourself. But when you're a spiritual light, they'll just be beating you, sending you around. Sending you from pillar to post. One thing you want to do. You just want somebody to teach you small life signs. The boys will just be pushing you from pillar to post. Go to this guy. Go. When you go, this one presses you a little. When you go, this one squeezes you a little. When you go, this one grinds you a little. You go, this one rocks you a little. Hey! Small life signs. And when you ask, they say they are teaching you life signs. The signs of life. I can come here also. Okay, please move your bags from the way. I'm coming. Coming. I said, look, did you hear what I told the people over there? 
Small life science you want to learn, you go here. This one squeezes you a little. This one presses you a little. You go this way. This one, what was the third one? Grinds you a little. The, the other one rocks you a little. You go here. This one smashes you a little. Oh, one life science. And at the end of the day, level three. If you have done well, level four. Just for level four. It's not even for level seven, no. Level four. You are now like a lab. As soon as you, you enter, somebody says, Eureka, I found it. Clap your hands for Jesus. You guys are some way. Build up yourself. Some of the problems that are overcoming you is because you are not built up. It's because spiritually you are not built up. It's not like the problem is unique to you. Oh, I feel depressed. I don't want to live anymore. I feel like giving up. I don't, it's not, it's, we all feel like that. I said we all do what? Feel like that. Tired. Oh, please. We all feel tired. Yesterday when I sat on the flight, when I put on my seat, I sent my final messages to let everybody know that I'm on the flight. Just in case they are looking for me, they know where to find me. The next thing I heard was cabin crew, 10 minutes to landing. I opened one side of my eye to check where are we landing, just in case they've taken me to the wrong place. Because when, when I was sleeping, where, when, when I was dreaming, where I was, is nowhere near where you are. Because in the dream, I've reached Europe somewhere. So just in case we are landing in Istanbul. <laughs> Do you know Istanbul? When I told you to go to school, you didn't go. Let's leave it there. Just in case we are landing at Istanbul, I have to tell the pilot, no, no, not this place. Let's go to another place. So I spy. Then I saw that, oh, the clouds, the way they look like. They look like KwaZulu, KwaZulu Natal clouds. So let's land. That's the only time. Even I forgot to turn off my phone, airplane, I forgot all those things. I just, the next, I said, then, if, I'm sure if, if maybe if as I was sleeping, I was snoring. I didn't even know. I was so asleep. It's like I, I had slept into maybe two days sleep. Yeah. Tired. Yeah. Tired. Oh. You know, 12 o'clock. I went to sleep after 10. 12 o'clock, my alarm rang. I, yeah, I told my children, I'm going to sleep. I, I don't want to wake up early. I want to wake up now. As I'm going to sleep, I want to wake up right now to pray. I don't want to wake up 4 a.m. No, I want to wake up right now. I'm sure when I said, when I mentioned that, I'm sure they checked their Ah. I said, yes. I woke up. I was walking in there. Because I know the way I'm, if I sit down and sleep, even my eye was asleep. My eyes, they were sleeping. But I was like, la, la, la. And then you do your, when, anytime you have to sleep and pray and be mobile, you have to have your hand in front of you. So, then if there's something, your hand will touch it first. Or else, you will touch it with your head. And you won't like it. So you bind the world. Hey. Tired. Look, when I woke up, my wife asked, Where are you going? I said, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Then I just grabbed my chest. 
So I'm saying that all the things apply to all of us. The reason why you yield, the reason why it overcomes you, because you are not built up. But this year, may you build up yourself so that when the devil throws something at you, you are so strong that it doesn't have the same effect on you. Sometimes some of you, everything you are crying. Every single thing you cry. Your husband calls, you cry. He doesn't call, you cry. He comes, you cry. He goes, you cry. Everything you cry. Emotionally, you are not built up. Meanwhile, somebody's husband is gone. Like, as I've come, tomorrow I'm gone. Another two weeks. It's, it's, a, it's an in-out case. We don't have a choice. No choice. You want just one day. He didn't even go the whole day. He just was supposed to come at six. And he came at seven. You have cried. Even as he has come, you can't even enjoy. And sometimes it's the men that are the babies. But the men don't cry. You get in total Kali or something. Yeah, in total doesn't Kali. So he won't cry. He will start an argument. Yeah. If it's a woman, she will cry. But he will start an Why did you why, no, no, why did you put my food? Oh, it's at the same place as yesterday. Why didn't you say it? Why should it's always at the same place? Where's my socks? Where are you wearing the socks to go in this time? I'll wear it tomorrow. The person just wants to argue. It's, it's their way of... Ex- Look, men are very funny, you know. It's their way of... If it's a woman, she'll just cry or become moody. No, he can't cry because he's a man. So you start an argument. Some of the arguments in your homes, they want to cry. They don't know how to cry. So they start... A- so next I tell them, do you want to cry? Let's cry together. Then you start... <laughs> Let's cry. That's the whole thing. You say, let me sing. No woman, no cry. Then you start crying together. That's all. So that he can release that emotion that has made him grumpy. Guys, my time is almost up. One final point. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot pray. To be a prayerful person this year, you must engage the Holy Spirit. I see you engaging the Holy Spirit. I see you getting close to the Holy Spirit. I see you relating with the Holy Spirit to help you to pray. Without Look, anything that is spiritual, without the help of the Holy Spirit, you can't do it. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, Mark 16, 15 and 16, he said to them, go into the world, preach the gospel. Everybody who believes will be saved. Amen. They couldn't do anything. He had told them what to do. They couldn't do anything. But he said to them, wait until you be endued with power. Wait till you receive power from the Holy Ghost. So when he appeared to them in Acts chapter 1, they asked him, said, look, now that you said you were going to die and you will rise, at that time we didn't believe, but now we are seeing you and we see that you've died and you have re- re- resurrected. It's true. You are, you are the real Messiah. So now that you have come, are you coming to free us from Caesar and these Romans? Jesus said, no, 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 it's not it. Rather, God is the one who knows this, but rather, you will rather receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you so that you can do the same thing I told you in Mark chapter 16. The same thing I told you in Matthew 28 that you should do. You will now receive, which you couldn't do. Now you will receive power. To say, and you shall receive power after 
the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Now, that word power is the, is the word dunamis. It's from the Greek word dunamis, which means the enabling power. What, the thing that makes you able. Able. It makes you able. It makes you able. It says you will receive the ability after the Holy Spirit has come up. Anything God wants you to do, including prayer, you can't pray if the Holy Ghost is not upon you. That's why we must engage them. One, we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing. That's why Holy Ghost baptism is important. This year, you must do Holy Ghost baptism all the time. People don't pray, not because they don't want to pray. They don't, they don't pray because they cannot pray. They cannot pray. Until they have the Holy Spirit, you can't pray. They can't pray. I mean, we say pray for one hour. What are you going to say for one hour? I remember when we were fasting. You know, this, month, this year we fasted for a month, ne? four weeks. Yeah, I went to continue where I went to. Do you get it? One guy, he said that he doesn't see why we are doing all these things in one day. Because his problems are only three. His issues are what? Only three. Three days fasting is okay. He has been one fast, one day fast for each prayer. Talk. He doesn't see why pastor says we should fast 40 days. One man. Only three days is okay. That's what he can do. Anyway, he has decided that he will do a vegetable fast. So, he will only eat the animals that eat vegetables. Or, no, he said he, he, he will do a, a vegan. One of these, so any animal that eats grass, so that he can get the grass that is in there. Or the vegetable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's what he's doing because this 21 is too much. It's too much. So, if the, uh, the cow is eating the grass, then he will eat the cow to get the grass. This 21 days fasting is too. This one hour prayer that you are saying we should pray, we don't know what to say for one hour. What are you going to say? For one hour. Some people are, so when you are preaching, how come you have something to say for a whole hour? I went somewhere last week, I went to another church in the afternoon. I didn't even know that I was supposed to preach. I just wanted to go and see the church building. When I got there, the guy organized his people, his shepherds, everything. So I go there and say, ah, why? I wasn't even holding anything, any preaching too. When I go there, so I look at him. I told the pastor, I came with this guy. What's, what's his problem? What's his problem? So he was standing behind the stage and he was introducing me. So as he was talking, <laughs> he was introducing me. I said, ah. What is this guy introducing me for? So he finished. So I thought he said I should come and say hello. Don't by the time I realized he has introduced me to preach. So between my chair and the pulpit, I have to have something to preach. So I just look at him, but as he was preaching, he said something. He said they want to become like he mentioned the church I was coming from. They want to become like them. When I got to them, I said, the title of my message this afternoon is how to become like. Then I started to preach. Straight. Oh, no. I mean, look, when I was coming with the pastor, the pastor asked me, ah, did you prepare the message? So he said I should preach on that. How to become. You said that's your vision, to become like first love. How to become like first love. Preaching is set. Let's start. Let's go. So someone said, how do you have, and I preached there for almost an hour and a half. We said, how do you have all these things to say? We don't know. It's the Holy Spirit. The same thing with prayer. We don't know what to say. One hour, by the time I finish listing all my issues, seven minutes, even that one is long. Because seven minutes, I've repeated some of, I've repeated some of the things. 
So how can I pray one hour? Holy Spirit. That's why you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost so that you can speak in tongues. Speak in the Romans chapter 8. I think I can finish on this one. Romans chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8, the Bible tells us, 28, the Bible 26, 28, 26, 27, 28, says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our area of weakness. Then he gives one common example, one common area that we are all weak, which is the area of prayer. He says, as for prayer, when it comes to prayer, we can't pray. He says, for we know not what to pray for, how we should. We don't know what to pray about. We don't know how to pray about it. But the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, makes intercessions for us. The Holy Spirit helps us to pray. That's why you need the Holy Spirit to pray. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot pray. 27. It says, for the one who searches the heart, where is it? He that searches the heart, knoweth the mind of the Spirit and makes intercession for us according to the will of God. So he searches the things that is in our hearts. What you really need, what you are really craving for, he searches it, then he prays to God for you according to the will of God. So he removes all the foolish things that you are craving for in, in your heart. You are craving for ice cream. Meanwhile, you are borderline diabetic. He removes that foolish desire from your heart. You are craving, if I got a motorbicycle, you know that you will kill yourself with a motorbicycle. So he changes your motorbike prayer into a prayer for a car. That's safer for you. You are praying for a BMW. But he knows you. Even the way you move there, that, that's why I don't have a BMW. The last car I will buy is a BMW. Since I was born, I think I've driven a BMW twice. Yeah. One, I wanted to buy a car, I test drove somebody's BMW. Then the second one is your BMW. Never, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to preach. Then I realized I've left something for Muruti. And I wanted to go and take. When I look at where my car was parked, I couldn't pull out. So I saw the car that is, can, is facing the road. I said, whose car? I said this. I said, give me your kid. The speed with which I got to my house. I said, hey, this car, if I have one, it will kill me. I'm telling you, it will kill me. Because even when you're, you're, the, the shadow of your foot falls on the paddle, the car starts to move. Yeah, the car is going. I said, no, 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 no. And God knows that when it comes to driving, I'm not that patient. So you just take, take, take uh, that go. Yeah, you, that go. Take a Mercedes. You know, Mercedes, it takes time before it releases the car. So when you step on the accelerator, it asks, are you sure? Is that what you really want to do? Is that your final answer? Do you want to call a friend? It will ask you all those questions. After you have answered, before it releases itself. That's a Mercedes man. Mitsubishi and Co, they are all like that. They are all the same family. But BMW, I said the shadow of your foot, the car is at 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need this type of mobile, they are extra patient. Uh -huh. they, they, they can drive this who temba. She's driving. You see, somebody's walking. The person has walked past the car. Yes, yeah, but people like me, no, 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 please, 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 please. So the uh -huh. Melanie Unati, no. So the Holy Spirit searches your heart. And he takes away all those foolish prayers that will become a problem. You right now with your limited thinking think that that's what you need. But they know that it will become a problem for you. So he takes all those ones out. Then he leaves the one that will help you to be the prayer that goes to God. To be the prayer that goes to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. 
Please, they, they say, so that you pray according to the will of God. Now look at what will happen immediately when you do this thing, verse 28. Verse 28, for we know, he said, because, and we know that all things work together for the good. Everything is working for your good. Everything will work for your good. When you practice this thing, so everything begins to work for you. You say, ah, when did it, oh, you see, good, bad, they all mix together. That's why when you are cooking, you see salt, pepper, tomatoes, this. If you eat all of them, some of them cannot be eaten by itself. If you are making jollof rice, you need all ingredients. Some of the ingredients, you can eat them the way they are. You can eat them alone. Some, you cannot eat them alone. Chew the chili and see. Chew, oh, let, let, we don't forget about uncooked. Like cook them alone and eat them and see. Take the chili and say, I'm chewing that, that crazy, that colored chicken, what is it called? Habanero or whatever. Um, chilies. Chew even the scent. The, the, you, if, you, if you are brave, just take it and pass it by your nose. You will get a flu. I say you will get a flu. Same time. Or if you have a flu, the flu will go away. Because it will go into every part of your head. Just the smell. When you blend it, when I blend it, I don't want to open it. Because I know when I open it, even you, you will start to cry. So eat it alone and see. It can't work. But when you mix all together and you cook it, when you finish now, you have jollof rice. When you put it in your mouth, you say, wow. This is why I like Ghana jollof more than Nigerian jollof. That's the scripture over there. All things, all things, all things, all things. But it comes when you can wake up every day and walk in your room. You should have a prayer path in your house. You should have a prayer. What is a prayer path? A place that you walk when you pray. You know. Even when you go to your prayer path, you will see you don't even need a clock to know how long you have prayed. Because, you know, when you go four times, it's two minutes. Yeah, because usually you pray at the same pace, at the same pace. Unless you are angry or you are tired. When you are angry, you pray, you pray in class. Oh, sorry. You pray. Can Sambulela say amen? Yeah. So, if this is your prayer. One day we were at a camp, we were praying. As we were praying, I had my prayer path. Then a lady, I don't know whether she wanted to pray near me or whatever. She came to put her chair it's like banda laba sompaya laba kampai over kempo laba same by the time I came she said don't spoil the prayer the place is very big find somewhere this I've just created this and I went to the wall because I didn't want to be in any so I went to the end of the place let's say like here I went to the end here I'm praying by the wall here so that I'm not in anybody's way I said no this big lady she has come to put it I said move no 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 move Move, take your chair, go and put it here, put it here. But this place, it's my soul. Only three steps, so it's not even like six steps, only three steps prayer path. You want to come and put your chair also there. <sighs> I move a crowd. Oh, you must have a prayer path in your house. Your room may not be big, it may be just this place to this place. You have your papa lava, kaya lava, king payaba, kapayola, pilaba. Then if you attack, it's not a patata, pilobaya. If you see that sleep is coming, you need a prayer path for sleep. As soon as sleep, because when the body, the body is in a state of rest, it leads to sleep. A body is in a state of rest until what? 
until an external force equal or greater to it than it is acted upon it. Uh -huh. So as you are sitting, you can. I'm a part-time scientist, so hey, until you see that you are falling asleep, then you 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 <laughs> you take it out of a state of You need a prayer path and pray as you pray in tongues and you bind the devil regularly you will see all things will start to work together all things all things all things all things or just remember you are making jollof rice by praying you are making the jollof rice of your life at the end when we taste your life it is very very nice i pray that you become a prayerful person this year in the name of jesus stand to your feet as we share a word of prayer oh god Lift your hands and just begin to thank God. I told you we are going to bind the devil. Né? Lift your hands and begin to thank God right now for his word. So they influence the things around you so that they don't respond to you in a positive way. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Begin to bind every devil against your family. Begin to bind them now. Now, in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up a lamentation against every demon and every evil spirit trying to frustrate our lives, trying to frustrate our Christian lives, trying to frustrate our finances, trying to frustrate our families, trying to frustrate our businesses, trying to frustrate our schools, trying to frustrate our jobs, trying to frustrate our relationships, trying to frustrate anything in our life. We bind them, trying to frustrate our church. We bind them now in the name of Jesus. We arrest them. We hold them. We bring their lives to. We bring their activities to a halt. We stop them. We block them. We prevent them. In the name of Jesus, prevent them now. Block them now. Stop them now. In the name of Jesus. Katoba we bind them, we bind them, bind them now. Every demon 
your help. Bind it now. Bind it now. Bind it now. Bind it now. Every demon against your marriage. Bind it now. Bind it now. Every demonic activity influencing your children. Bind it now. Bind it now. Influencing them at school. Influencing them at home. Influencing them on the television. Bind it now. Bind it now. Bind it now. Malakobayala. Meloba Tobaiba. Rapatataibi. Kabolo Setayala. Atomosibaya. Ababa. Thank you, Lord. This one is a special one. Every demon assigned to us which frustrates our advancement. Advancement means the progress and the moving forward of your life. Whether it's your school, anything you are doing, it's like that demon's job is to make it impossible or difficult for you to move forward. Lift up a lamentation again. Declare war. Declare war. Declare war on it now. Declare war on it right now. Malabakataya. Pelabotayo. Kabolo for prayer, the love for prayer, 
be released into this congregation right now in the name of Jesus 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 receive the grace to pray receive the grace to pray receive the ability to pray receive the love for prayer receive a burden for prayer in the name of Jesus that prayer will be something you love in the name of Jesus we thank you we bless you Lord in Jesus name and everybody said Amen oh you begin to pray when you are bored you pray when you are happy you pray when you are worried you pray when you have to do something you pray whatever you do you will pray help us to pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Forgive me of every sin. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you, Jesus, are the Lord of my from today, be my Lord and be my Savior in the name of Jesus. Devil, Satan, hear me. From today, I reject your power. I reject your rule. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these two bless them, use them. Thank you for dying for their sins and washing them with your blood. I welcome them into the kingdom and into this 
use them mightily. I resist everything that resists them and will fight them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow, put your hands together for me. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.